Male Karen and Baby Mama demand I refund their game, I tell them to come get these hands. This happened a few years back, so I'll include some context because it's kind of an annoying story. A few years ago, I worked for a game retailer and my district manager took leave in November, right before the busiest time of year. My old manager, who trained me, was being placed in that role temporarily. At the time, he was in the process of training a woman who was going to be the store manager. Once his entire store found out he was going to be a temp and the new woman was going to run the store, they all gave their notice. Me being the person I am, I have joked that I could run his store. It was the busiest in the district next to a mall. Come to find out, they suggested this to the regional manager, and that's what happened. My assistant became a temp store manager, and I got transferred temporarily as well. Since I was now running this store, the entire staff receded their notice. I had visited my old manager a lot, dropping off supplies, picking up supplies, etc. Everyone pretty much knew me already, so it wasn't so much of an issue taking over. I assured everyone I would do my best to accommodate time off, requests, availability, and I was way less strict than their manager who was now temporarily the district manager. So on to the annoying customer. I will say my store and this store were about an hour and 20 minutes apart. So the cultural difference is immense, to say the least. When my old manager was training the woman who was going to take over, she broke a cardinal rule. Never run a credit card manually. Well, she refunded this guest manually and the money didn't go back in their card like it should have. The customer calls me and tells me what happened and I already knew about it because I was shown the receipt and asked, jokingly, what was wrong with it. Cool, now I get to deal with it. I told them that I would look into it and get back to him, took his name and number, etc. I then called customer service to try to get some answers. That company that I worked for has terrible customer service lines and even worse helplines. Anyway, I was on the phone for about an hour trying to figure this out. I forgot the outcome, but I told the guy to wait 10 more days and let me know if it doesn't come back. He gets all pissy, but says, okay, 10 days later and no money back. Cool, I spend another 90 minutes on hold. I finally called the guy and said that I was told that he needs to contact his bank and ask specific questions. He fought with me again. This time he got all rude and personal, and then he hung up and called our customer service himself. He calls back 45 minutes later and tells me that customer service told him that I lied and I never did anything that I said I did. He ends up calling me a lazy bee and at that point I had had enough. I started to get snarky because screw this guy. As I'm being yelled at, the district manager calls and I have them both on speaker. He asked me what it was about and I said, remember those guests I was telling you about? That's them. He said, what the freak? Just hang up. So I did. I had maybe a 15 minute conversation with that manager and while we were talking, the a-hole guest calls me back and I tell my employee to leave them on hold until I'm ready. And I did just that. I left them on hold for another 10 minutes because I didn't want or need to be yelled at or even talked down to again. Once I finally pick up, I get a rude, hello? Sorry about that, the call must have dropped. What were you saying again? I hear a woman start talking and she grabs the phone. She goes off on me about the whole thing and I literally laughed at her. I'm sorry you feel that way, but I did what I could. I'm being told to wait and that's all I can do. She then tells me that this guy used his child support card to buy a game for himself and they couldn't call about the money and that's why. They called another store and apparently that store gave them no troubles, but they called me to get their money back. I finally had enough and told them to come into the store and get it. I told them that they had whatever amount of time was left in the hours and then I would be done with them. The woman spouted off some BS about how she was coming to see me. I was like, 
Okay, good luck. I'll see you soon. At this time, I had an assistant who was a few months pregnant. I'm a very defensive person when it comes to my people. My old store called me mom. So I told my assistant that if she saw this woman, mind you, I had found a picture of her, If she showed up that she should call 911 and stay behind the counter because if she came in swinging, I would get physical to protect her. By the end of the night, no one had shown up for their refund and I left it at that. I called the other store the next day and they told me that they had refunded them in cash and that they were also jerks to them too. The manager even asked me what the heck was wrong with them. I don't think I've ever been so pissed off that I would have gotten into a physical altercation, but here we are. I have his name and number somewhere with his address. He may or may not have gotten a random potato saying that you're a jerk, but no one will ever know the truth about that. The OP did have an edit to the story. I guess it wasn't clear that the customer in question was extremely rude and blamed me for everything that was happening with the situation from A to Z. When you're a store manager in a corporate company, there is only so much that you can do at store level. One must rely on their customer service to solve the issue, and I went above and beyond to find the answer. I did offer a cash refund at one point, but he didn't want to drive to my store and demanded it be put back on the card. Literally not something I can do without the person in store. I was not the reason that this happened, so when the customer said it was my fault and started calling me a lazy bee, I was not going to stand and be disrespected. No one who works in the service industry should have to deal with that. But let me know. Am I the jerk? Obviously, retail people have crazy stories about work life, but I kind of want to know why everyone was so pressed for not working for a woman manager. What was going on there? They must have been a whole bunch of COD players. Anyways, I was trying to remember of a time that I wanted to throw hands with a customer, and I'm not sure I ever got that mad. I've had plenty of times when I've called customers bad names, but I've never wanted to fight anyone. But then again, it does take a special type of crazy to be able to work in retail. I was told to listen to my managers no matter what they say, so I maliciously comply and it leads to destroying parts of the store. This was about 20 years ago. I worked at a big red plug computer store in customer service. We had a real problem with too many managers always telling us different ways on how to handle things. One would say, always price match. Others would say, stick to the script. They would constantly come up with bad ideas or make us work. So being in customer service, we would use our best skills to try and figure out the reasoning. And in most cases, get them to make a different decision and think it was their idea. We had some truly bad ideas come our way, like Jack who decided we should throw out all the service items older than 30 days, which was against corporate policy. Two of us brought this up to a store manager who handled it, but then we had a full store meeting where he singled us out as always questioning the managers and never getting anything done, and everyone should just do what the managers say. Well, the malicious compliance comes in just after Thanksgiving. The time between Black Friday and Christmas was always the busiest time of year. Huge amounts of stocks coming through, tons of materials and boxes, everyone working early and staying late. Our back room is completely full of cut open boxes, inventory all over the place, service items on shelves, and we are sorting. Jack comes in and says he wants to upgrade our shelves and makes us more efficient so we will stop slacking. He has us start taking these industrial shelves apart. He tells us that this is our priority, nothing else gets done until these shelves are in the trash compactor, and then leaves the store. 
There are three of us in the customer service department. So we all start taking them apart as ordered. Every customer who comes to the front is told that we won't be able to help them today and ask them to see a salesman. And every salesman who comes to the front is told that we are not allowed to help them. Everyone is furious. No credit cards, no price overrides, save slips, or even refunds are going through because they required us to act on them in the system. Jack is nowhere to be found. We get it done though. We tear the whole thing down and have all of this thick industrial beam stacked back at the trash compactor before the store closes. I ask my coworker, are you seriously going to put these in the compactor? It's going to explode. And he just says, yep. So we throw four beams in the trash compactor and turn it on. It was the loudest banging and screeching I've ever heard. Metal fighting against metal. It was amazing and terrifying, but we stepped way back. Then it screamed and shut down, and we couldn't get it open or even move again. The beams are stuck straight out in the front, and it's well past our scheduled time, so we just walk away and clock out. I honestly thought we were going to get fired over it, but instead the store manager, who enabled this in the first place, brought us in and asked us what the hell we were thinking. And we were just explaining that Jack gave us the orders, told us not to help anyone else to get it done, and then disappeared. We did exactly what Jack told us, so clearly in front of the entire store, we just did what we were told to do. He told us to go back to the service area and figure out how to handle the stock since there weren't any storages or sorting areas anymore. And we never saw Jack again. It did cause us some pain though. We got yelled at by customers. The sales associates were unhappy with us for a long time. It took the entire month of the busiest season to get the compactor fixed. And we were stuck sorting the service and floor stock with tape and paper receipts until the new shelvings could be put in. But for some reason it felt good at the same time to do just what we were told and let them suffer too. But anyways, Am I the jerk? You can always tell the smart employees from the dumb ones with stories like this. Anyone who has ever worked with a trash compactor will tell you that you never put metal into it. We used to have one of these huge trash compactors when I worked at a warehouse. And if the door of that thing ever exploded open, it was maxed out with trash. You better not be in front of that thing because you will get yeeted like a character from Fall Guys. Also, why would you get rid of organizing shelves if you didn't have the replacements in place? Blows my mind how some of these people get management jobs. I hate my older brother, his girlfriend, and anything that involves them. Title pretty much sums it up, though I think it may deserve some explanation. I, female 23, am the youngest of three siblings. My older brother, male 27, and I are best friends. I absolutely adore his female 27 wife and the family that they will one day have. He is mellow, kind-hearted, easygoing, and the hardest worker I know who had to go through many obstacles in his professional life before he could get to where he is now. To say I am proud of him is an understatement. We often call and video chat each other, catch up on each other's lives, and I exchange recipes with my sister-in-law. Both of us value family, working hard, and most of all, gratitude. Then there's the oldest child, my oldest brother, Mel, 28, who still lives at home with my folks. He has a full-time job, hybrid, but still lives rent-free. His girlfriend, female 29, is the same way. They have no plans that any of us are aware of on getting married, and my oldest brother has said numerous times that he does not want children and that they are a waste of time and space. He is perhaps the most bitter person I know. He hates children, animals, festivals, parades, you name it and his former travels that he was able to take for free with his rich friends, another group of horrible people. 
I wish he would just move to one of these countries he's so obsessed with, do us all the favor and stop mooching off all of us. My parents give him a rent-free home, benefit of the doubt, for his crappy attitude and even often pay for most of his other expenses. His girlfriend is kind at heart, very thick-skinned and patient, sometimes very much needed with my brother. But she isn't as deep as she tends to talk, and she likes to dress like a child and has childlike tendencies, but chooses to be with a man who can't even stand the site Baby Depot. And she still lives at home with her folks. She has a decent job, can very well afford to move out, and refuses to rent at this point in her life. But she is still somehow waiting for my brother to grow up, without realizing she has to do the same. She also doles out the benefit of the doubt, and is overall an enabler of his awful attitude and his stuck-up, I'm-the-best mindset. I cannot even look him in the eye. I absolutely hate visiting when they are both there. I moved closer to the city while my folks and my brother remain closer to the coast. Every time I visit, mind you, I believe family time should be cherished and I am quite close to my parents, I dread the never-ending questions about everything I will be receiving from his girlfriend. It is like a full-on interview from dating life to work to even prying into my friend's business. On top of that, having to hear from both of them, mainly my brother, on why he is the best and why everyone else is stupid. All completely unpunished and brushed off. I think we are all just tired of him, and my parents do not want to kick their own son out, and he has been enabled by everyone in his whole life, and it stops at his younger sister. I plan on moving even further away, pursuing my master's degree, and eventually settling down and raising boys who do not turn into bitter, nasty men like him. Maybe it sounds like I'm being a bee and just complaining, but this does not even do justice of history of the individual things he has said to me. Anything I've ever done was wrong. What I choose to study, where I choose to live, work, my startup business, all the way down to the music I listened to was considered wrong and stupid. The latter was a term I was often referred as. Anyways, I did not mean to sound like a whiny brat, but after 23 years, it's finally my turn. Just this once. The OP did have an edit to this story. To clarify, it's not an issue to live at home with family and do other things that you may enjoy. But to make constant excuses and do nothing about it even when you say you will is where I have an issue. If you're going to talk, you better walk. But let me know. Am I the jerk? I must say, this oldest sibling does sound pretty douchey. I mean, there's nothing against living at home with your parents, especially with housing costs nowadays, but to do so without helping them out at all? Now that's pretty terrible. I don't have best friend relationships with my siblings, but we do care about each other, and we don't put each other down at all. We're very supportive of each other. But it wasn't always like that. When my sister was born, I got really bad middle child syndrome and hated her for a while. Something she's brought up before and clearly remembers. As for my bro, we butted heads a lot, and I never took kindly to being told what to do when we got older. Surprisingly enough, we got a lot closer once he moved out and went to college. My brother-in-law hurts my sister, so I put him in the hospital. To give this some context, I'll try to explain in detail. I have one sister and two brothers. I am the youngest of all my siblings. My sister has been married for five years and has a five-year-old with her husband. I have never been close with any of my siblings. We don't really get along at all. We don't have much in common and realistically our family is very dysfunctional. My sister and I especially. We may talk once every other month, but she never talks about her home life, usually just work. About a month ago, I learned through our mother that my sister has been in an extremely abusive relationship, mainly verbal. It had hadn't moved to physical yet, at least from what she told our mother. I phoned her up and asked if she felt safe at home and if there was anything I could do. Didn't know what else to say to be fair. Which she went into further detail about her husband wasn't just verbally abusive. 
but also it had been physical in SA at times, and would publicly humiliate her in front of their church youth group which they led. He told a group of young teenage girls to never have children as it ruins their downstairs. This made me extremely angry, an anger that I've never felt in my entire life. I don't know how else to describe it. It was as almost as if there was an emptiness inside of me and it has been filled with absolutely nothing but anger. Last week I got a call while I was at work from my girlfriend that my sister had driven over there with my nephew and that she had been beaten up badly and I needed to get home. Upon getting home, the sight of my sister was one that mentally broke me. Beaten badly was an understatement. She had a black eye, puffy lips, bruises on her arms and legs, and visible scratch marks on her thighs. I knew immediately what had been done to her. She couldn't talk much. She tried to explain, but we asked that she simply save her energy. She didn't want to call the police because she feared what he might do. I asked her where he was, and she said he went to work. My sister didn't want to go to the hospital and asked that I return to work as she didn't want me to lose my job. I verified that she would be fine at our house and then I left to go back to work. But I actually didn't. I knew what time my brother-in-law would be home from work. I knew what I wanted to do to him. So I drove to their neighborhood and parked a few streets over and walked to their house. I sat in their living room for three hours while I waited for him to get home. I heard the garage door open, the car door slam, and the jingle of keys. If I said I blacked out, I'd be lying. I was aware of every single second that took place. I will not go into detail, but the ending result is that my brother-in-law is now in the hospital and will more than likely be there for some time. My sister contacted the police and made a report about what he did to her, and they plan on making an arrest once he's well enough to leave the hospital. At this point, nobody is aware that I had anything to do with this hospitalization. My sister thinks it may have been an old druggie and passed this along to the police. My brother-in-law used to sell stuff years ago, prior to meeting my sister, and had briefly spoken about his past. I want to tell my sister, and maybe it's selfish that I haven't. She is extremely vulnerable right now, and I fear that if I share what I did, she will not feel safe around me. I don't know what to tell her or if it's even the right thing to do. I suppose I played judge and jury with my actions, and I know some will disagree with me taking things into my own hands, but I don't know if I'd do anything differently if I could. So, am I the jerk? Wow, this is extremely intense and extremely relatable. I've had the displeasure of knowing the feeling of seeing a female friend in a pretty bad situation, and I wanted to turn that anger into some form of justice. I'm not one for violence, but I can't sit here and say that I feel sorry for the brother-in-law. I can't even say anything against what the OP did. All I can say is that I hope he can live with his decision, and that I hope he can resolve things with his sister if he ends up telling her the truth. I stole nearly $1,000 when I was in the 10th grade and made a student get kicked out of school for it. Back in 2013, I wanted a PC that was strong enough to play GTA 5. I was a huge GTA fan back then, so it's obviously I wanted to get a stronger PC. But I have no money and my parents wouldn't buy me one. Then I had a thought. My classroom was another classroom away from the bathroom. So whenever the other class has gym, I would sneak into their classroom and search their bags of the students for money. My classroom was another classroom away from the bathroom. So whenever the other class has gym, I would sneak into their classroom and search the bags of the students for money that they brought for snacks when the day ends. Of course, I would have to ask the teacher to go to the bathroom to avoid suspicion. At the very first day of attempting the plan, I stole about 10 bucks. I kept doing this for months and I gathered around almost a thousand bucks. I didn't exactly remember how much it was because I bought a new PC like I've said before. But I was very conscious of my repetitive bathroom breaks. So I only did it once every two weeks or so. 
whenever the school schedule changed. One time, I found an envelope on the teacher's table. I obviously stole it, but didn't open it in case something bad happened. I was so nervous that day because I know the only large amount of money would be kept inside an envelope. That envelope was the compensation money for another student. I also heard that there was some kid that kicked a soccer ball too hard that broke the classroom window and a potted plant that lies right in front of the window. So I guess the money was huge. On the next day, my homeroom teacher talked about the missing envelope in the classroom. I was sweating when she mentioned it and it turned out to be okay, at least for me. So the same day I stole the envelope, there was another kid going back to her classroom right after I went back to my classroom. So she might have suspected me. I didn't know for sure if this belonged to her, but I thought she might have lost her envelope, which she had to give to the teacher. So that same day, I snuck into the classroom afterwards. The homeroom teacher of that class decided to check her bag and immediately found the envelope. I didn't know about that until several days later, but one of my friends told me that due to stealing the teacher's envelope, she was expelled. This has been in my head for over eight years, and it was a relief to say it all here, but let me know, am I the jerk? 100% you are, my guy. No questions asked. I mean, I would love to hear the stories of a kid that got wrongfully expelled from school and see how that affected their life in any way. It could easily earn them a reputation at their new school and it could cause distrust from their parents. So many possibilities here, but the OP was in fact a jerk. That's it for today's video. If you want to make sure you don't miss out on any content, hit that subscribe button and make sure you hit that bell to turn on notifications. If you want to finish listening to all those stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you're someone who live streams and needs copyright free music, check out the Cream of the Crop music by searching Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you choose. Remember, it's free.